Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you'll be listening to PSY 355 Research Methods in Psychology with Professor Mark Hunter. I hope you listen and enjoy. Now we're going to look at phases and phase changes. Now, phase is a series of observations of the same individual under the same condition. So in this we have baseline observations are made when no treatment is being administered. So um, think about if you've ever gone in to have surgery, they'll probably ask you to come in a day or two before and they'll want to take your vital signs. They'll want to have um, your blood pressure and weight and, and things like that. And so what they're doing is they're getting a baseline of your vital signs before you go into surgery. Because if you go in the day of surgery, you may be anxious, your blood pressure be high, and maybe it's artificially high. So they want to try to get a, a closer approximation of what is normal for you before you get the treatment of the surgery. And a lot, in many times in research, they just identify this as the letter A. So this is just a technique to use to identify baseline observations. Treatment observations are made when a treatment is being administered. So the treatment phase is a series of treatment observations. It's identified by the letter B. And designating different phases by different letters can occur. So if you um, again, A was before treatment, B could be the first treatment condition, C could be the second treatment condition, D could be the third treatment condition, and so on. So this is just a way of identifying what is happening, um, or just a sort of a shorthand method to designate different phases. And of course, this is used in when researchers report the results, and you as a psychologist are reading another person's um, uh, research. You can, if they see these letters, A, B, C, D, and so on, you have an understanding of what that means. You want to find, um, we're going to talk now about level and trend. And a consistent level is a series of measurements that have nearly all the same magnitude. So if you were looking at this measuring on a graph, it'd be like a horizontal line. And you would, if you were looking for a consistent level, it would be your graph data points would cluster around a horizontal line, wherever that line may be. So you would see either going up or down on the y-axis. So that's a consistent level. A consistent trend is differences from one measurement to the next consistently in the same direction and nearly the same magnitude. So if you had graph data points like we've seen in some of our scatter plots, they would cluster around a sloping line, either going uh, up, indicating a positive trend, or uh, down indicating a negative trend. So, um, but if you're using, of course, a single subject, you can only use your graphs 
and not a statistical analysis because you're not necessarily comparing the means between different individuals. So it's a, um, but that is looking at uh, level and trend, you want to see if that remains consistent in your treatments. Another thing you want to find out is the stability. And that's the degree to which observations show a pattern or a consistent level or a consistent trend. So stable data may show minor variations from a perfectly consistent pattern, but they should be relatively small and the linear pattern relatively clear. So meaning that you're hardly ever going to find something with your observations that's just going to be uh, exactly the same from one observation to the next, that the change occurs exactly at the same amount. That's, you're going to find um, some that are going to go up, and you're going to find some that are going to go down, and so it's going to be really difficult to have that perfect observation. So don't expect that when you actually start doing your uh, research and when you st start maybe plotting out some of the uh, different things that you find. Let's take a look at some examples of that. So here's three patterns of results in one phase of a single subject study. So you look at number, uh, excuse me, letter A, and we're looking at a stable level and it's looking at a consistent level even though there's some variation some goes up some goes down and you can see that from day one it went slightly up to day two but then it went down again to three up four down five stayed consistent on six went up in seven so even though there are some variations generally if you were to plot a mean across these lines, you would see it probably pretty horizontal. And so this would be a stable level. So our next one, letter B, is also a stable trend. And, um, but it's a stable trend as opposed to a stable level. The level changes, but the trend seems to be trending upward in a positive direction. So as we see, looking at day one, increased to day two, went down slightly in day three, and then day four it went up quite a bit, and then day five it went up almost the equal amount. It went down a little bit on day six, but then went back up again on day seven. So where the first one, uh, letter A, had a stable level across horizontally, Letter B has a stable trend where it's going upward in a relatively straight line. If you were to take the means of all those scores and create a straight line, you could um, find that it was going upward to the right in a positive direction. Now look at letter C, and we, we see by that 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 is very unstable. That um, one and two, it went from up to uh, some from day one to day two, then day three it shot up greatly, went down, 
Day four went way down on day five below day one score, then shot back up. So there's really no way to predict what the trend is, or and it doesn't have a very stable level. So this is something that you could find with a single subject study as well, and the differences that occur there. Now, researchers will sometimes use the ABAB reversal design, and that consists of four phases. Now remember, A is for the, um, the baseline, and then B is for treatment. So you have first a baseline phase, A, followed by a treatment, B, and then a return to the baseline, and finally a repetition to the treatment phase. <coughs> Excuse me. Now this is ABAB rather than ABCA because the um, or ABAC because the treatment in the second B is the same treatment as the first B. It's just baseline treatment, baseline treatment. So the goal is to demonstrate that a treatment causes changes in the participant's behavior. And how do you demonstrate this? Well, the pattern of behavior in each treatment phase is clearly different from the pattern in each baseline phase. And the changes in behavior from baseline to treatment and from treatment to baseline are the same for each of the phase change points in the experiment. So it's establishing that you can see that the behavior in when they receive the treatment, which is B, is clearly different from what they be, uh, did in A. And then when you remove the treatment, they go back to the baseline, that it's similar to the first A. And then when you repeat the treatment, that it's actually similar to the treatment in the B. And that's what you're hoping to find out. 